The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Uh, Jay, yeah, we we promised another airline story, but uh. I, I I saw this one and I just for whatever reason it's very quick and I just thought it was funny and you know it's hot out and people's tempers are you know frayed and so maybe this will lighten some people's days. I just thought it was funny. There's a lady in in London who an, an older woman who wakes up in her bedroom thinking there's a burglar downstairs because she can hear noise, things are getting knocked over. It's it's like somebody's downstairs vandalizing her house you can imagine how terrified she was so she phones the equivalent of 911 in uh england which is 999 and and tells them i'm in my bed i can hear people walking around downstairs they've knocked over some things um so they dispatch police right away of course lights on officers attended on blue lights is the official statement which is also quite funny and uh, you know what it was a squirrel mm-hmm <laughs> that squirrel had gotten into her. It is amazing how much damage a squirrel can do. Have you ever had a squirrel in your house? No, but my mother-in-law has. Mm-hmm. And it left. It came down the chimney yeah. and injured itself on the way down. <laughs> so not only did it scratch, bite, and claw things, it left blood stains oh, yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they can do uh, a lot of damage in our old house in Allendale. Uh, it got into the peak of the roof, in through the mesh, and when we got up there, that, that little... Dude had been storing nuts up there for I don't know really? how long. But we're lucky that we found it when we did, because it looked like he was moving in there for the winter. <laughs> really? Um, and so we, we meshed it all up again and, and fixed it up so we couldn't get in there. But you've heard stories of them eating, you know, chewing through wires. Yeah, oh, they'll do some serious causing, damage. You know, yeah. and then if they get into the house trying to catch a squirrel. Oh, good luck. I had uh, a former co-host of mine who had squirrels under his deck and up into his roof and here in Edmonton and he spent days trapping them <laughs> really how do you trap I a squirrel i believe you can get um oh squirrel trap a squirrel trap yeah. from humane society, humane society maybe? yeah but you have to take them far, far away because they will come back. He actually took them to the other side of the river, right? <laughs> really? He lives deep south side. He took them to the other side of the river <laughs> because apparently they will find their way back to you. Really? They will. So you could, uh, what do they call those? Are they support animals? Maybe you could talk an airline into having them on your carry-on mm. on your next Caribbean trip. Like, let's just dump them in Mexico. Good luck coming back, boys. There is, I don't, and to be honest with you, I'm not, you know, squirrel, chipmunk, whatever. There's there's one that lives in the big elm trees uh, in our in our neighbor's property, and every time a cat walks by, he just loses his mind. Well, you know, uh, we've got the two squirrels that go on our deck out here, right? Yeah. And I'm sure there's two. There could be more, but I, there's two that I always see. Yesterday, I walked out on the deck as I often do okay. during uh, you know between during the news, and uh, it I don't know what it was eating, but it was like eating something on a table. So it had grabbed something somewhere because we don't leave anything yeah. on the table. And it had jumped onto one of the little patio tables there. And I walked out and surprised it. And but it's they're feisty. Like he went up on two legs with his he was fists up in the, the air. Yeah, like you want to go? Yeah. You want to go? You want a piece of this? Like, I was like, wow. Well, buddy. do you remember? Was it Bucky the squirrel from not too long ago with the bad teeth that the lady caught <laughs> and trimmed his teeth? Do you remember that yes, story? Yes, I do. 
But she just reached out. She was going to try. Didn't she, she just, just reach down and hold of him and wrap him in a blanket and then cut his big teeth? With and then he didn't want to leave. Yeah, he still stuck around. He probably Bucky. doesn't because he probably needs a dentist now on a regular basis. Or he <laughs> well, it's should so have hard one. to get a dentist. A squirrel dentist. Yeah, you know. <laughs> it's so hard to find good dental care when you're a squirrel. Hi, Bren. Hi there. Good. What's going on? Um, I'm talking to uh, uh, my next door neighbors. I'm talking to him the other day, and he tells me. Uh, his his son says uh, I caught a squirrel, and so he, he goes to his dad and says, "Dad, if I catch a squirrel, can I keep it as a pet?" Oh, and he looks at him and says, "Hey, fill your boots, buddy. You know, like <laughs> not going to catch a squirrel." <laughs> he gets his butterfly net, a piece of string, and some peanuts, rigs up the trap, and then get this: a five-year-old kid weighed them out for three hours. <laughs> caught the squirrel. Really. So did yeah. Dad... So now what? Yeah, now what? Well, they got it into a skunk cage, <laughs> and it's like, okay, now we got to put it into a hamster cage, you know, before you can bring it in the house, buddy. And and uh, miraculously, the squirrel escaped during the transfer. Oh, good. Yay for the that, squirrel! That's good, because you know what? You have to have that conversation. We've all done that, right? Where you say something to a child, like, well, you know what? If this, right? That's how I ended up owning a cat one time. Um, But you have to have that conversation where you go, you know, the squirrel would probably be happier back out in his tree or, you know what I mean? Like, you try and get the kid to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Because a squirrel, that's a horrible pet, a squirrel. Well, I mean, I was amazed at the patience of the five-year-old. Yeah, well, well yeah. That kid's going to be a big game hunter someday or something. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah or the head of ATB Financial. One or the other. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Fred. You're welcome. Take care now. You know those big black squirrels or gray squirrels in Ontario? Yes, I do. I don't, do they have them out here? No, do they have them? I've not seen them out here, but they're huge in Toronto. Yeah. yeah. So they're I, like cats. Yeah, when I was in Kingston last time, I was like, oh, I missed you guys. They're, yeah, they're huge. They're big. big. That and raccoons. Like, you just see them all, oh, all over the place. I came face to face with a raccoon in my brother's backyard. Hmm. Was just They're I nasty, it. too. It was just tick, 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 tick along the deck, and I stuck my head around the corner to say, what is, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> I had not, I had, I, I'd not seen a raccoon. No, it's startling. You know, I'm from Northern Ontario, yeah. and I would not seen a raccoon before. Hi, Rhonda. Hi, how are you? Good, Good, what's going on? Good. My father-in-law had a squirrel at his place at the lake, and uh, he would get a trap and take it about five miles away. But the squirrel kept coming back. At least they were pretty sure it was the same squirrel. So we spray painted it. When, when they had it in the trap, we painted sprayed his tail orange. Just to and see. Sure enough, and took him about 10 miles away, and sure enough, the same squirrel came back. <laughs> really? Back up. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that they'll come... They'll come back. You know what? Spray painting might have been the motivation for him to come back, though, right? Like, I want to get another <laughs> another shot at that guy who sprayed me. He, he sure stood out in a crowd. You could pick him up. <laughs> I'm sure he did. <laughs> Thanks, Rhonda. Okay. Take care. Uh, this listener says those huge black squirrels are everywhere in Calgary. Another says they have big black squirrels in Calgary. And another says you can find big black squirrels down south in Calgary yeah. and towards the foothills. And that Brandon and Red Deer. I have a I have a squirrel feeder on my desk. You what? Why? Because one of our listeners made me a squirrel feeder. People are very divided on squirrels. But I'm not sure. I, I I've never put it up because I have birds. I I, I have birds. This same person also made me um a birdhouse. Um, and I have a couple birdhouses in my backyard. I didn't want to put up a, a a squirrel house, but I have a squirrel house. I can show it to you. Huh. 
We would love a squirrel house if you're ever looking for a good Christmas gift. I, you can I, take that one. Okay. I think Carol and I are going shopping tonight. She doesn't know this yet, but I suspect she will For come, squirrel house? No, uh, for a bird bath. We've got a lot of birds in the backyard, mm. and she wants to put up something like a bird bath or bird feeder or both or whatever. But And I've sort of put off... But your cats are indoor cats, right? Yeah, they don't go okay. out. None of them. But I've been putting off going because I really don't want to shop for bird baths. Is that well, I really, can come up go, with a better excuse. You go to Canadian Tire and say, oh, there's a nice bird bath, and you take it home. That's what we did. But now i got to go because you remember last year I replaced all the smoke detectors in my house? Yes. Well, I thought I had. So it turns out I replaced all but one oh. in the basement, which just started firing off this morning. And it's really a startling because I forgot we even had that smoke detector. So... But yeah, it went off today, and then we went out into the rack room, and we're like, okay, well, nothing's on fire. So we pushed the button, right? And um, two minutes later, it started ringing again. So we pushed the button, and we waited. And then, then it started going on and on and on. So usually smoke detectors have a signal that's different than the alarm to indicate the battery is getting right. low. Yeah. Uh, but this was like a full-out alarm. So now we're kind of concerned, like, well, we don't smell smoke, but there's, you know, maybe it's the heat. We don't know. So we eventually just determined... Okay, so it must be at the end of its battery life, right? I've never been more frustrated. So I take it down. It's one of those ones where you replace the whole smoke detector. Yes. You don't replace the battery. And they're good for like three years. Um, so I take it down. And it's, you know, every time it, it's still in my hand, it's beeping, right? So I would turn it off. I'm trying to find where you turn off this smoke detector. Yeah, yeah, disconnect it. But it's completely sealed because you're not supposed to... A hammer? <laughs> well, eventually. And here's the thing. Because the bracket's in the ceiling still, I just want to go get the identical mm -hmm. smoke detector and put it on the bracket. Job done. But so I don't want to smash it. Like I want to be able to bring at least the lid to you know Home Depot and go. I need this. Um, the instructions on the back as to how you deactivate this thing are so small. <laughs> and I know I'm getting old and I wear reading glasses, but Carol and I are both like bent over this smoke detector with the flashlight from my phone on mm -hmm. it, uh, our reading glasses on. We're an inch from the thing and cannot read how you deactivate it. And we finally figure out that you're supposed to put a screwdriver through a black hole or, or a black sticker on the back and then a lever will appear which you then turn like it was like what just why would you put just put that on the side somewhere like why is it so i put the screwdriver through pulled it back out again don't see a lever of any kind and now it's going off again so you're like turning it off and i i just i finally i just looked at carol and then i looked at it and i just took the screwdriver and Stop. just killed it like just <laughs> i probably stabbed that thing five times six times put holes through it mm. And then just said, fine, like, I'll just write down the model number. When I go to Home Depot, I just, I don't need to bring this, right? I'm not an idiot. <laughs> Throw it in the garbage. What do you think happens? About two minutes later, the alarm goes off. Yeah. I went up there with the hammer now this time on the kitchen floor and just smashed the crap out of this thing and then pulled the wires out of it and the light is still flashing. <laughs> it's like if you have put that much effort into having this smoke detector. It's like the squirrel that keeps coming back. I know. It's like, you know, you obviously, whatever company, put a lot of effort into building a solid smoke detector, which I applaud you for, add a switch. On the side, off, on. How about that? <laughs> off, on. Jeez. And label it in something more than point two font. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> Our listeners are... They're, they're brilliant. They're so good. So many of you, and more than... I think I'm at six people now that all suggested the same thing, and I don't know why I hadn't thought of it, but take a picture of the instructions and then just enlarge the picture. This uh, getting older business, 
I mean, of course, yeah. it's better than the alternative, but my uh, the eyesight has changed so dramatically mm-hmm. in the past six, seven months. And actually, my eye doctor, Chopper, says I needed to get an increase for my reading stuff. My far stuff is still fine. But I haven't gone in to get the test glasses yet to try them out. Right. But boy, oh boy, if I don't have my glasses on, you texted me last night, and I, I'm what? It's, it's, I can't read. Oh yeah, this. I'm, I'm, there's no. Is I there normally, any in between? Is there any? No. A good, no. I need you know my when I got the cataract surgery, so distance is just perfect now. There's no problem, and it's if anything, it's gotten slightly better yeah. a year after the surgery or two. But um, no, my reading is. Oh. I need light and glasses, and I find shadows really affect yeah. me. Like, the light has to be right on what I want to read, or I can't read it. A phone is fine because it illuminates itself. Ugh. But, like the, like I said, this smoke detector, I'm like, you know, I finally got the flashlight mm-hmm. from my phone on it to try and get it close enough to read this thing. It, it, you know, those are great ideas. But that really is stupid how small some print is. Mm-hmm. Like, I, And I get that, you know, there's certain print that has to be on it or whatever. But how to turn it off would be a yeah. critical piece of information. Yeah, we've done that recently too. It's like neither of us can read what it says. Don't mm-hmm. don't have a clue what it is. And, and do you remember your mom or dad, right? Like, is that that brings that, back memories that, of complaining about how the yellow pages? Why are they printing it so? You know, <laughs> this is important medication. Why can't I read the? You know, as kids, we're like, I'll read it to you. <laughs> now we're those people. <laughs> getting older. Oh, getting older. Yeah. Mm. Did you see this study? I did. I think it's funny. And it really, you should handle this because I asked my wife, I gave my wife the same study, the same questions, and she did not concur with with what the study found. I, either do I. Oh, really? No, I don't concur with it either. And maybe it's because women don't want to concur with it. Anonymously, they do, but... They don't want to admit to it. They don't want to admit to it, right. It was a study basically that asked women what they found more pleasurable than sex. And... The majority of them had two things mm. that they ranked more pleasurable than sex. Shopping. <laughs> Number one. Yeah. Um, if they'd rather give up shopping or a sexy time, 59%. Fifty-nine <laughs> That's a landslide. Well, it's not a landslide. Well, sixty percent uh, when it's you're just talking more than about, half. Well, yeah, but it's you would think I mean if you were to ask men. Oh, it'd be completely right. What would you like better? Here. Nobody's going. Uh, yeah. nice shopping spree. Seventy-five percent said. Seventy-five percent said they'd rather take a holiday somewhere sunny over sexy time. Yeah, although of course you can do both. Yes. Yeah, together. That's part of the idea but if for it a was nice one, holiday. Yeah, if it was one or the other, though, they would take the trip. But this was interesting. Um, says women in their 40s and 50s said uh, they are much more satisfied now than they were in their 20s. I, I totally understand in my mind why that is. And I think men would suggest the same. I think it would come in quite similar. And it, without, you know, I don't want to, you know, whatever. Yeah. Because as you get older, you just look the other person in the eyes and go, no. Do this. <laughs> you're right. It's not. You're no longer. Well, and I th- and I think that despite the fact that we may be 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 mm-hmm. pounds, whatever, overweight. That's why they have overhead light switches. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just more comfortable. Yeah. You're just well, that's true as well. Yeah. And if you are in a, 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 a relationship, you know, at that age, then, um, yeah, you've kind mm-hmm. of gotten used yeah. to that. Um, I mean, it's. 
perhaps possibly less romantic and spontaneous, but... <laughs> In bad news, so, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey, that book, mm. um, women, uh, women apparently weren't as uh, turned on by wild fantasies or all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and uh, women uh, came out at a high percentage against uh, adult movies. Yeah. 95% say they would opt for true love over great sex. Hmm. Women respondents. Those were the same thing. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> I'm lucky to have both, but I thought yes, those were yes. very, yeah. uh, Women respond. Female respondents in their 40s and 50s, and I love this. 40s and 50s also valued honesty, conversation, and trust as much as they did physical attraction in a relationship. Huh. But I think honesty, conversation, and trust helps add to the physical attraction. Yes, of course. That's, that's a part of it all. Do you know another statistic or a couple that were in there that are kind of in conflict to one another is 6%, I believe was the number. I don't have it yep. in front of me, uh, admitted to having cheated. Cheated on the partners. But 86% of the same group uh, said that they didn't believe their partner had. So those numbers don't line up because you're cheating. You're yeah. always cheating with somebody, right? So 86% of women serve, they, they believe that their partners have been faithful during their relationship. That, I think 14 is a high number to believe that they were not faithful. Like 6% said, I've been unfaithful mm. and they, 14% of them basically believe that their partner had been unfaithful. Those, so those are big numbers. Sure. I didn't ask my wife those questions. I no. stuck with the right, shoes and traveling. Yeah. I'm pretty confident one, I do. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, just it was, uh, I think things, uh, well, I think things get better as you get a little older. Some things do. Reading is not among them. Reading is not one of them. <laughs> but other things do get better for sure. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.